Hi everyone, welcome back to The Brain Game. I'm Shimen Keys, your host for this week. In today's episode, you're going to hear about how playing an instrument can change the way your brain works for the rest of your life. So basically, we have this interesting study comparing students in four groups, two music intervention groups, one active visual arts group, and a no arts control group. A center called MOCA, which is known for creating and applying arts-based and general educational programs, was charged with choosing primary schools across the Netherlands and designated two schools where they would implement the music intervention program. The music intervention occurred in the form of music lessons for students at the schools that included introduction of meter, melody, rhythm, and various instruments. Once children chose these instruments, they participated in theoretical lessons and active instrumental lessons taught by trained music teachers. During these lessons, the kids would learn music, uh, learn to listen, learn to play, improvise, those kinds of basic skills. All right, so I know you're probably all wondering why exactly you should even care about the study of these kids in the Netherlands at these schools. So basically, to sum up, The study found that students at these schools in the music intervention groups had higher test scores when it came to inhibition, planning, and verbal intelligence, which increased significantly in the two music groups over time. Also, the study's findings supported the conclusion that there is a connection between music education, so playing an instrument, and academic achievement mediated by executive subfunctions. In other words, playing an instrument positively affects brain functions, and other activities, and can even improve students' academic abilities. That's pretty crazy. So let's get a little more into the science behind how this all works. So when someone plays an instrument, they're engaging many parts of the brain at once. The peripheral nervous system controls movement of your fingers. The occipital lobe, which processes visual information, is tied to the ability to read the music. And then your parietal lobe processes information about movement and touch, The temporal lobe processes memories and connects them with your various sensations, so smell, sight, touch. And then specific instruments require different brain functions in order to play. For example, researchers looking at images of the brain found that piano players have a more prominent presensual gyrus, which is necessary for hand and finger movement representation in the left hemisphere of their brain, while string players had a more prominent presensual gyrus in the right hemisphere. This difference in brain structures makes sense when you think about it because playing a string instrument requires a slightly different skill set than playing piano. All right, now let's get back into the studies. As a result of repeatedly playing an instrument and also engaging the brain in this manner, musicians' brain plasticity, sensory, and auditory capabilities improve over time. And it's especially helpful when this instrumental training begins at a young age. Researchers found that musicians who began training around seven years of age or younger had significantly larger corpus callosomes than musicians who began musical training later in life. A similar study to the one mentioned earlier compared a group of children who received 15 months of instrumental music training to a group that did not receive any training. The study used deformation-based morphometry to find changes in brain size or structural differences between the two groups. Their findings also supported that there was a regional structural brain plasticity within the brain of the musically trained group 
after only 15 months of practice. And these findings aren't just about benefiting people during childhood. The studies showed that playing from childhood continues to help us through our older years. Older musicians showed increased neuroplasticity in the auditory stem and cortex compared to adults with little to no musical background. Older adults have weaker brain plasticity and a decline in their auditory and motor abilities, so these findings are crucial for providing more options to possibly slow the decline of their brain functions. While there is so much more to be studied when it comes to brain plasticity and musical abilities, the future is really full of possibilities to discover how our brains can benefit from musical training. More research is definitely needed to conclude that there is a causal relationship between musical experience and neuroplasticity in the later years. Also, even higher resolution morphometric investigations with more direct measures of gray and white matter in the brain will be crucial to gaining a clearer, more accurate picture of why and how brain structure changes in musicians. Some scientists have stated that musical training might be a useful cognitive training to promote enhanced brain functions in a lower cost, efficient manner. Music might even be a tool to combat the effects of brain diseases that affect cognitive abilities in older years. This is a pretty cool field to follow as more pieces get put together to uncover the larger implications of instrumental study. And in the meantime, maybe even consider starting to study an instrument if you haven't already. It seems like your brain would definitely thank you for it.